Listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions, and uh, it's our first episode. It's hosted by me, Jonathan, and joining me today and every other day, as always, my compatriot, my lifelong friend, the person who gets me through every social situation I encounter alive. How you doing, Jess? I'm doing okay. You know, technically, we've only known each other for nine years. That that tracks. That okay. tracks. Okay, our whole lives, all nine of them. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm looking ahead. Okay. This is our first episode, as mentioned. What we're going to do each week is take our hobby into the comedy podcasting realm. We dig through crowdsourced review platforms to find the funniest reviews that we can, and then we try to make each other laugh with them. They are uh, sight unseen, as one may say, so everything that I have is a surprise for Jonathan, and everything he's got, I don't know about. That's right. And this all started because uh, it, it was just a, a pastime for us. It became, at some point, we would, if we didn't have anything better to do, we would sit around and just browse around Yelp and TripAdvisor and whatever and just share whatever we found with each other. Married life in your late 20s is riveting. Um, so today, for you, I've got first a trip to Evanston, Wyoming on, on Yelp. Oh. You'll be very excited for. And I've also got, and you're going to love this, Amazon reviews for Vienna sausages. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I have pancakes. Pancakes. And then I'm going to talk about pancakes. I'm very, very curious to hear why you've just got pancakes. Because I am a woman of the people, and the people like pancakes. You've been, uh, as we've been planning this first episode, you've been hyping me up on what you found. And so I'm very surprised that you've managed to lump everything into the subheading of pancakes. It is a universal good. It's true. It's true. So I'm going to start us off with a recipe for pancakes, as shocking as that may be. Okay. This is from All Recipes. Oh, good. Good. Uh, I'm going to omit the poster of the recipe because it is not a good recipe. Okay. Um, Fine. Here we go. What's the title of the recipe? Fluffy pancakes. Okay. Three quarter cup milk. Two tablespoons white vinegar. Okay. One cup all purpose flour. Two tablespoons white sugar. One teaspoon baking powder. Half teaspoon baking soda. Half teaspoon salt. One egg. Two tablespoons butter. Melted. And cooking spray. Okay. For reference... The reason they want you to put vinegar in your milk is to substitute buttermilk, like buttermilk pancakes. Generally, to do this, you would do one tablespoon of vinegar to one cup of milk, not three-quarter cup milk with two tablespoons of vinegar. Okay, yeah, it does seem like a lot. This is dicey to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like this is best represented in a review by All Recipes user Raveneski, who says, Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) The pancakes looked fine, just the same as when I used the store-bought pancake mix. 
The only explanation that I can see anyone giving this recipe five stars is if they just cooked the pancake, saw it looked good, and then their young children ate them without ever personally trying the pancake themselves. I did not change this recipe in any way. I followed it exactly as it was written. Just because your family may eat it and tell you it's fine doesn't mean it is fine. It's just the same as asking someone, do I look fat in this? The person will always respond with the answer you want and not what they really think. I truly believe that anyone that gave this recipe more than a one star rating, because that's the minimum, (laughs) never ate the pancake that they cooked. Men and children will eat almost anything, especially if you drown it in syrup. Okay, a couple of thoughts there. <laughs> I, I like that she is so personally involved and personally offended by this recipe and what has come out of it. Does she, she doesn't actually say anywhere in there what's wrong with it. I mean, beyond the obvious, but, but she doesn't make that clear. No, they're just bad. They're just bad. They're just bad, and all the other people are liars. And also, yeah. liars, men and children. Piece of so, shit liars. Can't believe them. <laughs> yes, that was my second thought, is that I, I like that she uh, scapegoats men and children pretty, pretty consistently throughout. Throughout. Really, truly throughout. Um, but no, we do not know what is wrong with it, other than it looks great and tastes terrible. Ostensibly... If you're reviewing something on all recipes, your job, your only job, is to say what is good and bad about it so that people can refine the recipe or people who might cook it will know the problems or whatever. We've just gone after everybody else. We've gone on full attack mode. It's also someone's job to tell her whether or not she looks fat in that. And they don't. They're hateful. (laughs) So I think it's time that the world really knows how she feels. Okay. One star. One star, because that's the minimum. That's the minimum. Can't go any lower. I am going to go ahead and hit you with another one, because Mm. while we're talking about the children, I feel like it's important for you to know what the children think. Oh, good. Okay, so what's going on here? This is for the same recipe. It is from All Recipes user Emily R. I didn't mind it, but the sour taste didn't appeal to the kids. The preteen was polite, saying that he wasn't a fan. The toddler told me, matter-of-factly, that... Pantcakes don't have eggs. And later that, daddy's pantcakes are gooder. So, epic fail. (laughs) Okay. And I just really want to know what her children think. When I get on the internet, I'm thinking, what does a toddler think about this pancake recipe? That they don't normally have eggs. That they don't normally have eggs. I've always put eggs in my pancakes. So, good to know I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Or or the kid just has a... some vegan inclinations which all good gooder 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 are you ready to go on a wild wild journey to evanston wyoming i am all right cats at the door at the door cats at the door hanging out meowing meowing cat's not happy that the door is closed okay get yourself situated take a deep breath Picture rolling plains, big empty state. The emptier it is, the more possibilities. Evanston, Wyoming. Founded in 1868 as a single tent pole restaurant along the growing railroad to the west. 
this humble town of 13,000 is a beacon of simplicity against the tides of the modern world. With the beautiful sights of Bear River Greenway, the thrilling history of downtown's historic warehouses, and 18 holes of Purple Sage Golf, Evanston is the slice of apple pie that makes you proud to be an American. And it's no wonder that former NFL linebackers Brady Papinga and Kelly Papinga, as well as Jamaican bobsledder Winston Watts, call this city home. Visit Evanston, Wyoming, where it's the 1980s every day. So what's in Evanston? Well, you'll be surprised to hear this. Not a whole lot. Oh, boy. Not a whole lot. Yelp lists about 41 restaurants, which is not bad. Um, but a, a good handful of those don't rate very well. So people at Evanston, they really struggle to find, you know, to find a good restaurant experience. Um, not a whole lot of selection either. You're mostly looking at you know, a couple of Mexican places, mostly steakhouses. And we're going to specifically look at a restaurant called Legal Tender Restaurant and Lounge. It's a fantastic name. Is it a strip I know. club? Uh, could be. Could be. It's not. But it is, I think, adjacent or connected to a hotel. So possibly functions in a uh, similar vein. Who knows? Okay. okay. So uh, first we're going to look at a more positive review just to get a sense of what uh, Legal Tender is on a good night. Find out what their, what their whole aesthetic is. Because um, I think Angie A. sums it up very nicely in her five-star review. We took our daughter here for her 19th birthday, and she just had to have the fat Tony. Oh my gosh, we were not prepared for the ribeye that came out. It was huge, but cooked to perfection. My dad ordered the double D bugger, and it was insane in size. He cut it half and made another meal out of it. The rest of the meal was fantastic, from the waitress to the cleanliness. <laughs> They even came out and sang her happy birthday hold with a on, candle hold on. Hold on, They ate the waitress. <laughs> the waitress was part of their meal, yes. If you go to Legal Tender and you get the Fat Tony, the waitress comes on As the side. As a side? side? Yes. Okay, okay. Good. Yes. Sorry, go on. A little, a little extra Diane on the side. <laughs> okay. They even came out and sang her happy birthday with a candle on top of a piece of cake, which we thought was so neat we tend to eat here often and we always enjoy the food the rubbing and salad bar is always one of our faves is each piece rubbed do you think or <laughs> Possibly. is it the whole salad that just Possibly. a single rubbing it's a proper noun reuben too like it's it's missing the e and it's also got a capital r uh, so it's a uh, very important oh. rubbing the reuben um, okay 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 mm -hmm. like a sandwich like a sandwich okay. yeah okay. uh they always go and get they get the reuben so um Let's look at... I'm glad they enjoyed their time at the legal tender. I'm glad they enjoyed their time at the legal tender, too. Um, one of the few. Not a whole lot of people did. We get reports about the iceberg lettuce being a little off. We get reports about uh, people being ignored, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, to get a little slice of that, we're going to head over to Terrence L's review, if I can find it. Okay. I'm going to take this moment to say a quick apology to anybody from Evanston, Wyoming where we have evidently decided to not have any fans. And I'll just say that if I lived in Evanston, I wouldn't mind being shit on a little bit. <laughs> I feel like, you know. Valid. Okay, I, I grew valid. up in a crappy town. People made fun of it. Anyway, 
Uh, Evanson's probably great. Who knows? But uh, Terrence L. at least doesn't think this particular slice of Evanston is very nice. In his one-star review, Terrence L. says, This was awful. Walked in and sat down. The hostess gave us water, and then ten minutes later, no one bothered to ask us for our order. Don't ask why we stayed ten minutes. The people were in the kitchen chatting, but no one came out to help us. Date, August 2nd, 2017. Dot, dot, dot. I would not hesitate in getting rid of a few people. The salad bar was minuscule. The plates of people that had been served looked inedible. <laughs> Do we need to take a pause there? <laughs> this is where we find out that the Fat Tony is actually Fat Tony. It's Fat Tony! It's like... a big slice of Fat Tony from the freezer. Wow! They okay. killed and ate Fat Tony. I just like... I like that there's a theme here, mm -hmm. and the theme is that Terrence has killed before and he will kill again. Yeah. Exactly. This is like that scene from Rocky Horror Picture Show, except everybody's cool. <laughs> except for Terrence, who doesn't like the look of the people, but would eat the people if it looked better. This is like that episode of The X-Files where the whole town stays young because they eat strangers' brains. <laughs> I, you know what? Evanston, if you're a listener from Evanston, you let us know. You let us know how to Or don't. Are. We or don't no. know anything. We're not spreading your shit around, Evanston. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to say a word. Um, so let's take a look at our next review here. Another big one-star review from Regina F. You ready? I'm ready. It's definitely subpar in appearance. Ask the hostess what she would recommend and pass the buck to the waitress. When the waitress arrived, she never introduced herself, just stood there pad and pen in hand. I asked her a recommendation to which she responded, it's all good. All right, but what stands out? I quickly chose a burger. Hopefully I'm not let down. One star. <laughs> <laughs> if only we'd gotten a follow-up from Regina F., but unfortunately we're not so lucky. No need. We'll never know if that burger was good or not. No need. But we, we do know need. that her first, like, ten minutes, one star. One star. Dark. Total shit. Total fucking shit. Not worth a thing. I also like that that's how you have assumed people from Evanston sound. Even though neither of us have ever been to Wyoming. You ready for the last one? I guess. It's a real doozy. <laughs> oh boy. This comes from Joe S. One star. The bar was dirty and cocktail looked like a drugged out whore. Stay away. She was short and rude. I'll never be back. I'm sorry? You want to do that one again? Just one more. What? Yeah. It's a real word salad. Please. All right. Let, let's toss it up and try it again. Okay. The bar was dirty and cocktail looked like a drugged out whore. Stay away. She was short and rude. I'll never be back. So cocktail is the name of a person? Or, yeah. Or the, the drink they were served was both short and rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're, we're crossing some streams here for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I also, I mostly appreciate that in the scale of things that bother this person about a restaurant employee, uh, rudeness is second to shortness. <coughs> because I too am most irritated by people when they're just below average in height. Really gets under my skin, pisses me off, you know? 
And there's nothing there's nothing like when someone cuts you off on the road and you look over to see who they are so you can be stereotypical and you're like, oh yeah, short drivers. Typical. You're so fucking rude. So the list of people we're alienating in the first episode is everyone from Wyoming and everyone who is short. I, I'm i just, you know, we're just getting along with Joe S here. No, you're getting along with Joe S. I also like that in all of the things we've pulled out of here, drugged out whore is not the most shocking part. Well, because he's referring to the cocktail and I just don't even know what to make of that. I mean, that's how I like my Bloody Mary. I know. That's how I like my cocktails, too. I don't see what's so bad about that. If I go to that. brunch and they don't bring me a drugged out whore, I'm not I know. Living. Like, I want my cocktails fucking short and rude. <laughs> Just messy all over the place. So I'm sure you're excited to get back to more uh, pancake biz, but I have a few bonus things from Evanston if you've got the patience. 100% please okay. lay on me. All right. So, uh... These come from some of Evanston's best fast food establishments. And it, I, what I was finding when I was reading some of the reviews is that people in Evanston, you know, we're, we're trash talking them, but people in Evanston, they care. They are a people-oriented place. They care, and it doesn't matter if you're going to one of their best steakhouses or the Taco Bell with the leaky toilets. People in Evanston just want to make sure you're having a good time and you're getting the most out of everything you do. Because you're in Evanston. You're in Wyoming, baby. That's how they do it. So we have a couple of Yelpers offering their tried-and-true tips and tricks to get the most out of your time when you're getting fast food. First, we have uh, Logan N. in her three-star review of the Evanston Arby's. And at the bottom of her review, she had this to add. Tips and tricks! Spice up the typical roast beef sandwich with some horsey sauce and some Arby sauce. <laughs> and Is that groundbreaking? It is. That's, put a condiment on it. I no, legitimately when I go to an Arby's and I'm seeing that sauce, I what the fuck is this? Does it go on my body? Does it go does do I use it like shampoo? It's a suppository. Exactly like it could be <laughs> horsey sauce. I mean that what a bizarre name. It sounds like a suppository. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you get a spam email and it's like Make your penis ten times larger with horsey sauce. <laughs> I was about to say that I feel like there's definitely an Arby's-themed porno someplace called horsey sauce. <laughs> Damn. Or if there isn't, definitely somebody get on that. Okay, you want one more? Oh, yeah. One more? All right. We have Lisa N. in her three-star view for the Wendy's. And at the bottom of this review, she has some more advice for us. Tips and tricks. For a light bite, get a Junior Frosty. Just big enough to sample, but not enough to get full. Try putting the chili on the baked potato. <laughs> get cheese and fresh onions sprinkled on the chili, too. That's an option that they may not ask, but we know it's the way to eat chili. Wendy's secret menu. Wendy's secret menu. So, if you're going to a Wendy's, God forbid, but if you're going to a Wendy's, first off, get the chili on the tater. Not on the side, but if you're getting that good, good baked tater, just slop some of that stuff on there. Cheese, fresh onion, get it on there too. It's a big, big tater party. Listen, you're joking, but I could murder a baked potato. Oh, I know. Are you kidding me? Why didn't you find a whole bunch of stuff based uh, based on baked potatoes then? There are so many weeks to come, babe. (laughs) There are so many weeks to come. All right. I think, I think, uh, I think I know what I'm doing for next week then. Hey, babe. Yeah. 
can't talk about pancakes without talking about the IHOB. IHOB? That's their thing now. Okay. Now All they're right. the International House of Best Pancakes. Okay. All right. It's actually burgers, but it's stupid as hell. <laughs> anyway. Oh, this is a real thing. I assumed it was a typo. Oh, no, no. Okay. They're really trying to be the IHOB. Okay. All right. Kind of reorienting my whole perspective on the world. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. That's where we live now. Okay. Yelp user Philip F. has this to say about the IHOB. Where is, where is the IHOB? Oh, they're all the IHOB. We are all IHOB now. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Go for it. Should have laid, you, laid that on you in the podcast, I, I see. I should have prefaced that one for you. But uh, <laughs> Okay. Anyway, here we are at the International House of Pancakes with Yelp user Philip F. Okay. Who so, says... Okay, so is it IHOP or IHOB? I, it, it is I. They they are gonna serve more burgers, and so the manager or the guy who owns IHOP was like, "We're gonna do IHOB now. We're gonna like do that thing for a little while." It's it was the like same a, company. Yeah, it was like okay. a publicity stunt. It was like a thing that they did okay. for a little while. It was on the internet. Not the parts of the internet I use. Where I guess. the things live. Okay. But it is still the International House of Pancakes. Okay. In my heart and in my soul, okay. and in the hearts of us all. Okay. So here we are with Yelp user Philip F. <laughs> okay. What does Philip F. have to say? First time visit and will be my last. <laughs> I have learned fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Anyway, I would like to thank my server, KCB, and the manager on duty. They took care of everything in an efficient and friendly and respectful manner. Now to the issue. I was going to order the harvest grain and nut hot cake with a spinach and mushroom omelet and some hot tea. Casey pointed out that the omelet can come with a short stack of hot cakes. Good looking out for the customer. I then asked for added blueberries with no compote and a side of avocado to the omelet. Everything came as ordered except I noticed there was ham on my plate. Oh shit. I do not eat meat. And especially not pork. Anyway, when I informed Casey about it, she was quite gracious, and I asked her to take the omelet and the hotcakes off the tab, and I would pay for the tea. She said that she would need to check with her manager, since there was nothing wrong with the hotcakes. The manager came back with a tab with only the tea charge. Kudos to customer service, but as I said before... First time visit and my meal was messed up. What are the chances? Not going back. Sorry, I hop. Two stars. Uh, okay. It's interesting that they that they were so upset yet couldn't bring themselves to just dunk the one star. Um, also, I feel like you've chosen this one because I don't eat meat. Well, I've chosen this one because... This man went into an IHOP and had a tremendously positive experience and got his food and instead of saying, by the way, I don't eat ham, there is ham on my plate, could you please take this, make me a new omelet? Even that I think is too much, but go ahead. Maybe he's allergic. I know a lot of people with a pork allergy. Sure, yeah. Okay, in that that case, sure. There was nothing on his plate of hotcakes. 
He got a plate of pancakes that was not tainted, was not anything. He was like, can't eat those. They were on the same table as the ham. So he told the server who was already gracious to him, excuse me, I will not be paying for this. I will be paying for my hot tea and I will be leaving now. Okay. On the surface level, there I, I can hear people thinking, well, maybe he's kosher. Maybe he, like you said, is allergic. Um, I think we have to really carefully look at the phrasing of, I don't eat meat. And just go ahead and say that he's vegetarian. Because I think if you just are allergic to pork or kosher, you say, I don't eat pork. Valid. Valid. I just also want to reflect on the fact that I'm a millennial, so obviously I'm also an entitled bastard. I am extremely selfish. And if I go into a restaurant and they put ham on my plate and I did not order the ham, I also immediately just shit on the table and leave. (laughs) That is what I do. Uh, No, jokes aside, I think that for me to go into a restaurant and then be like, no, excuse me, I am not paying for this food I just ordered, the server would have to bring me the food and then immediately karate chop me in the jugular. Like, it would have to be like, you just got murdered in the IHOP. And I'd be like, damn, one star. (laughs) (laughs) I just the audacity. We're both like that. And, um, yeah, so... Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as if as if as someone who doesn't eat meat first, uh, this guy and I, we we align in the fact that neither of us will say vegetarian. If you ask me what I am, I will just say that I don't eat meat because to call yourself a vegetarian is to invite a kind of uh, instant judgment that no one can help. You just do it. I do it, and I'm a vegetarian. You know. <laughs> so so I just very politely say that I don't eat meat. This person does that too. Uh, beyond that, we definitely part ways. Uh, we're assuming that he's vegetarian, not kosher, not allergic. Um, even having them take the food back and make more is ridiculous. To- I think that's totally ridiculous. Uh, because then you're just wasting food. And you're wasting eggs. Which male chicks died for anyway. So there's some like there's some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, presumably they, they didn't, though. They ate the food. No. Oh, no, they didn't. I- I'm assuming that he sent all of the food back and paid for his tea. Yeah. I'm assuming he saw the ham on the plate okay. and said, excuse me, Casey, get this shit out of my face. <laughs> and see, and my one rule as a vegetarian is that if, if there's meat in front of me and the options are either the meat goes to waste or I eat it, and those situations are rare, but if that happens, I'm not going to let it go to waste. That's ridiculous. I'm going to take those calories and let them join me and <laughs> do my right thing for the world because that's a lesser of two evils it just makes sense um so to do that and to waste eggs and all the other stuff is is just baffling totally baffling um and and also the other thing as a vegetarian uh the the sort of like impotent flaccid rage of other vegetarians really makes me happy (laughs) i can tell that you're happy by how serious you got about this it's a grim thing that's how i can tell that you're really excited Mm-hmm. Is is what a deep place this went to. I was not expecting that. My goodness. <laughs> Let me help you by taking you to a deeper place. Yes. Dig that hole. I'm so ready. <clears throat> this is also for IHOP. I will not confuse you this time. This is for IHOP. Yelp user Truel R. Say that first name again. Truel. Okay. Sure. What does Truel have to say? I had to shove it all in my mouth. I had to. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Would you like me to give you that one again? Let's get a fresh take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fresh take. Clean take. 
I had to shove it all in my mouth. I had to, to avoid a catastrophe, like jumping on a grenade to save your buddies. She said as she downed her yolk-soaked toast. I remember seeing that portrayed on television and film. I remember seeing a soldier exploding into billions of bloody pieces and spraying his nearby comrades. Such a sight doesn't leave your head so easy. This is the thought that played on repeat in my mind as I consumed some of the best pancakes I had ever graced my dinner table. I would recommend it to any of you. The pancake, that is. Not dying a fake Hollywood movie death in a B-rate horror film. That just sounds mediocre compared to this. Enjoy it, friends. I'm just now realizing, because of the way that you read that, that as much as I think this material hopefully makes a good podcast, it could also make a very excellent uh, sort of avant-garde, totally pretentious collection of poems. And that's why you read it like Sylvia Plath. Because Sylvia Plath wrote it. You can tell by the um, Bob Dylan-esque uh, profile picture that this user has. Really? Let's, let's, let's pop that in my, my face. This was a, a three-star review. Yeah. I, isn't that just Bob Dylan? I'm not sure. Did Bob Dylan ever wear heart sunglasses? Probably not. That's interesting. Okay. They also took a picture of their pancakes, which, I mean, do look soggy as fuck, to be fair. Okay. Do they look like the death of your friends? Um, if I'm just like a freewheeling, free-associating uh, master of the English language, maybe. I can get behind that. I so like you're, that. you're just going to go straight from Sylvia Plath to Gertrude Stein. We're just going to go. Sure. The whole thing. Yep. Fuck it. Got it. Chuel L and me, we are on the same page. Uh, might be sending them a message. See if we can meet up. Talk okay. about some stuff. I'm excited for you. I'm excited. Yeah. I just, I, I like uh, Yelp as a, a, a venue to release your creative prowess. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think what that. A, what, what better place to do it? There is none. Nope. So Vienna sausages? Yeah. Okay. So Vienna sausages. For the record, the world's grossest food. Uh, probably. In, but, in um, my opinion, in my humble opinion. We're gonna right, but we're gonna see. We're gonna see what. Uh, you know, we're pretty pretentious, so we're gonna see what some other people think. So I'll, I'll admit, I, I tried to be conservative when I was plucking the comments that I would share with you for this because I know we're, you know, we're, we're concerned about time and, uh, you know, whether things are going to go too long. Um, you know, so I tried to approach it like I was preparing material for a podcast, trying to be picky. But uh, it quickly became a game of supermarket sweep. Like I just, it's just, it's all gold. So I just started grabbing every giant jug of detergent that I could, throwing it in the cart, uh, fucking announcers like, oh, he's going for the big racks of ribs. Those are twenty dollars a piece. So I'm just throwing it all in. Hands and turkeys, wheels of cheese. Yeah, exactly. So we've got a lot here. Okay, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we got a lot of five stars. You'll be happy to hear. So again, happy, happy to hear. Yes. Okay. So we're getting a wide look at the sort of uh, different experiences people have with Vienna sausages. <laughs> this first review comes from Ozark Lady. Uh, subject, a quick snack at the office. Five stars. 
Uh, am I allowed to do an accent for this one? Have you ever been to the Ozarks? I just assume they have a southern accent and that's the only one I can do. I'd love it if you didn't. I bought these little sausages to take to the office in my purse for a snack. I don't need a can opener or a plate. I open the can, pour off the juice, squirt a little catsup packet over the sausages, and eat with my fingers or a fork. In parentheses. So the fingers, that's the go-to. If she has a fork, then like, okay, I'll use a fork. Um, I am trying to decide if I like the chicken, beef, or barbecue sausages best. There are different kinds? Yeah. There's different kinds of everything. Welcome to America, baby. <laughs> I'll have to buy some of each to find out. The cans meet my requirement, is handy to carry, and everything goes into the garbage when I am done. No cons so far, other than at some time I'll probably prefer either the beef, chicken, or barbecue and only buy that one. Until then, I am happy with my purchase. And that was Ozark Lady. God bless America. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that you made it through. I open the can, pour off the juice, squirt a little catsup packet, and eat with my fingers. I thought I was going to get a bit of a wretch. I, my, my insides are retching. Okay. We are only just starting. Kids Love It by S. Richardson. My kids love this. I buy this for me. Must be... <laughs> There's no conjunction. There's no buts. We don't, we don't like get the help of a transition. It's just, my kids love this. I buy this for me. Must be childhood nostalgia. But I couldn't find the last shipment I received. Found it in my kids' room. Missing four cans. They love it. And that's fine. It's okay. Of course kids love it. It's mushy meat byproduct. I ate Vienna sausages when I was a kid. It's fine. And if you like it, it's fine. But they nasty. <laughs> uh, I mean, what, what attracted me about this review is the image of his... Uh, I think I think he's saying kids is like a term of endearment, but they're actually raccoons. Like they're actually <laughs> raccoons who go into the pantry and scrounge, scrounge, scrounge. That's the only thing that makes sense. And he, he goes into the raccoon's room and there's like trash everywhere and he lifts up an old newspaper. Four cans, four empty cans. Some fruit flies, because they love that shit. Old rotting meat. The mm -hmm. good thing about Vienna sausages is that they will survive the Great War. So... Right. Post-apocalyptically, we will still have these tasty delights. And, uh, and you know what? The, the kids, who probably aren't raccoons, uh, they're going to survive too. They will. Yeah. Because they've got all those preservatives pumping through their veins. Most important thing to give your kids. Mm-hmm. And the hormones too. Mm -hmm. So not only are they going to be very well preserved. Um, they're going to hit puberty at four. They're going to hit puberty at four. <laughs> they're going to come out of the wasteland like fucking super mutants. <laughs> They're gonna go into the wasteland, super mutants. <laughs> or they're okay. So and then, if if the apocalypse doesn't come, it will. Which is my running. Well, it's, that's my running theory is that it, we're we're probably all right. Um, those kids are gonna go out for football. You know, they're gonna go out for football, and the coach is gonna be like, "Yeah, you look good. You're all you're all fucking beefed up." Let's see what you got. And they're going to they're gonna tackle the first kid and fucking demolish them. Because they are all hopped up on pork. <laughs> pork. 
byproduct. Pork byproduct. That's that's right. I'm all hopped up on Vienna sausages, motherfucker. Pork and pork accessories. Um. Okay. So we've got five stars from John Demianchik. Now, I do want to go ahead and say. Throwing his whole name out on the internet. Now, I feel like this is obvious. Yeah, okay. I know, right? Well, that's his username. Should I, should I cut that out? No, not necessarily. I just I, think it's funny when people use their whole okay. name. Because yeah. my running theory is it's a public thing. If you're making it public, it's free use. Anyway. Um, I, in case it's not obvious, volume is, denotes all caps. Okay. That's how reading generally works. I know, but just so we're clear. Okay. Item arrived as advertised. <laughs> it was exactly what I was looking for. Very satisfied. Beep boop. <laughs> Tell me the beep boop's not in it. It's not in it. Oh, thank goodness. Wait. Where are these people ordering the Vienna sausages from? Oh, I'm not saying it's Amazon. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> that adds such another layer. Yeah. I might need to uh, I might need to edit that in or something. That does create some good context when I let people know that it's this is Amazon. It's an Amazon shipment. It's a I think it's a six can pack. Yeah. That is so much work. <laughs> like I know it's not, and that's the world that we live in now. Mm. But to me, it has always felt like so much more work to get on the internet and like specifically order a can of or a food item that i could go to the store and get i know because i'm gonna have to go to the store anyway i can just buy my vienna sausages while i'm there yeah to, to go on the internet and put in my mailing address and fill out my information one click baby i that's what one click's for I've, I've even started using one click which makes me a little throw up but it's super convenient. My soul is broken. I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been there a while, so I feel you. Um, and, yeah, so what you're forgetting also, not only one click, um, but also subscriptions are a thing. So a lot of these people, I don't know if I've got any comments on here that mention it, but a lot of them did. A lot of these people receive Vienna sausages sort of like people in the 50s received milk. So about once a week or so. I don't know how subscriptions work, but about once a week, the Vienna sausage man shows up. He's got his little carton of Vienna sausages, sets it on the door, walks off. Outdoor cat says, hey. He says, hey, the outdoor cat. Dog chases him. Good so scene. which one of that guy's kids really belongs to the Vienna sausage man? <laughs> That's the question, right? I think so. That's the question. That's, we'll have to ask Maury. <laughs> um, okay. We've got another comment by Cat Willman. Uh, five stars. I assume. I didn't write it down. I'm on the Atkins diet again. Atkins died! <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, that's not fair. He was probably an old guy, right? Of heart failure! Oh, God. Well, yeah, I mean, old people, like, yeah, still, maybe not fair. I don't know I don't know the history, but I had no idea. So I'm, I'm going to leave that up. Okay, okay. All Continue. Right. I'm on the Atkins diet again and bought these and eat them with pork rinds. That's very satisfying for a quick meal or snack and completely perfect for the Atkins diet. Uh, her glasses have come off. For the listeners at home, just so you have a picture, her glasses have come off. She is double face palming. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be in this headspace that I'm in now because now it's full of Vienna sausages. This this roller coaster's got some got some way to go. Oh, fuck we got my some life. more. Reminded me of childhood by Barbara Arian. Arians. Arians. <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. Arians better. Okay. Okay, reminded me of childhood. 5 stars. Got these to get dog's meds down her. Then licked my finger and was reminded of childhood. So now I get out the saltines and we share. This was not the only one that specifically... I mean, this one was at least a blend. Some of them specifically gave them five stars and then the comment just said, they make good dog treats. So they just they just critiqued the Vienna sausages on a totally different like uh, criteria. They, they went into it like, well, no human eats these, but good dog treats, five stars. Five stars. Um, and I like that we have a food where people can do both. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and... Um, I, I hate to bring it to you, but the real meat is also that. People can eat it. Animals also eat that. Yeah. Frozen blueberries. But I don't buy good meat and then say, they're just treats for my dog. Five stars. That's true. Norm- crimes though. Yeah. Normally, normally you buy you buy the hot dogs that you think are going to be good. They're bad. And then it's, I had to give them to my dog because they sucked. One star. No, that's not how we do this. This this is like this is like well, I could have gone and bought some sausages, but I guess I'll order Vienna sausages instead. Five stars. What? Sausage? Isn't that a dog treat? Well, maybe. I think so. We're gonna assume that it is. Okay. Uh, all right. I think this is this is the one I'm, I think will be your favorite. Okay. This is from Zavi Twenty Five Honest Mommy. Five stars. Love these. Great to mash them up with some ketchup to make sandwich paste. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nope. I got nowhere to go with that. Nope. That, nope. nope. Elmer's glue. Nope. Sandwich paste. Sandwich paste. Yep. Go on. Uh, okay. Um, we got another review from Old Lady in the Northwestern. Northwest. Okay. <laughs> Horrible smell coming out of the shipping box. Of the four packages of sawage, one can one can was badly ruptured with rotted, squishy squishy sausage demured on other products in shipping box. Totally gross. Filled our home four hours in spite of fans going. That's four with a U. Had to throw out the package of sausage out. Sorry to do that since my husband loves them. Whoever put our box together must have been very busy to have put it together so loosely. Signed, D. Guerra. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just, they just, like, they wrote the review and then they had to come back to it later. And they just forgot what they wrote and put five stars. I mean, my house smelling like shit always makes me think of five stars. Please tell me we are almost done. Um, we've got four more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got another five-star review, this time from Bruce Ballantyne, which I like. I like that name. Great. Love it. <laughs> Great. Love it. All right. Um, and I just I just love that this person probably got their email from Amazon that was like, hey, would you mind reviewing your recent purchase of six cans of chemically separated pork? And they were like, oh, fuck, if I have to. 
Great, love it. Love it. Great, love it. Love it. Fuck off. So sick of these emails. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Five stars from Denise. Hubby loves. Is her hubby the guy? Great, love it. Hubby loves it. <laughs> maybe, maybe they. Yeah, they, yeah. I, I think these are, these are probably this is probably a couple. I think it's all connected. Yeah. Not her, but the Vienna sausages. <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, we have another very sincere review, five star review. Um, yeah, next to last one. It's from Beth Walborn. I have always loved Vienna sausages. Beth Walborn. Thank you, Beth. So she was writing both uh, this review and also her epigraph. <laughs> now, has this gotten you in the mood to think about more pancakes? It has, but we're going to swerve a little bit because my last pancake review is only loosely based on anything having to do with pancakes. Okay. Because it is about the... Park City, Best Western, plus Landmark Inn and Pancake House. Okay, okay. So, um, we've gone on a bit of a tour here, right? We did we did the Yelp. We did... Uh, all recipes. All recipes, right. And now we're finishing our World Pancake Tour with TripAdvisor? TripAdvisor. Okay, I like the sound of that. <clears throat> this is from TripAdvisor user Emily B. All right. In Park City, Utah. Again, not going to read you the title. That gives a little bit too much away. My family had previously stayed here and had a nice experience. They enjoyed the breakfast in close proximity to some of the shopping. In August, I was moving from Park City and stayed here overnight. This is, sorry, this is Park City, Utah? Mm-hmm. Okay. The room was nice and spacious, the bathroom was clean, and the breakfast, those pancakes. <laughs> Once again was a nice perk. However, after packing all day, we just wanted to sleep and have a relaxing night before driving across the country. That was put on hold. When we turned out the lights and there were words di written directly above my bed in glow-in-the-dark paint. Oh, wait, whoa, what the fuck? Possibly the creepiest thing I have ever experienced in a hotel room. It was like something out of a horror movie. We mentioned this when checking out, and the staff member was understanding and apologetic. I mean, you checked out right then and there, right? However, no, sir. However, we were informed that you have tried to remove this, but have been unsuccessful. If painting over doesn't work, I suggest replacing the drywall. It will give guests a better night's sleep and ultimately reduce the amount of complaints you have received. Maybe this has been resolved since I was there in August. I hope. What Emily B. does not tell us... I've got, I've got a guess, but go ahead. ...was what was written on the ceiling. And that, I feel like, is a, a real loss. Oh. oh. So we actually just don't know. We don't know what was okay. written on the ceiling. I thought the punchline was that it was pancakes. Okay. I wish it was pancakes. <laughs> because I, while I was reading this, I was thinking, what would be funniest to me is that if it wasn't even creepy... Some some teenager had just been like, you know what? I'm gonna come in this hotel room. I'm gonna write on the ceiling and glow in the dark paint, which I'm not gonna condone. Pretty funny move though. Okay. Sure. But I hope it just said something like, "Sandwich night. <laughs> Call mom." <laughs> like, 
I just really wanted to lay. You're laying in bed in Park City, Utah. You spent all day at the Mormon church. <laughs> and then the message God has for you in the ceiling glow-in-the-dark paint is call mom. That's it. <laughs> just, just encouraging people to check in. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what was the relationship? This was like a pancake hotel? Well, <laughs> it's, it's a landmark in and pancake house. Okay, so there's a there's a pancake restaurant attached to uh, in in this okay. particular Best Western. Okay, yeah. So that that's definitely fucking horrifying. Fucking um, horrifying. I you how do you sleep? How do you look at that and be like, well, that's creepy, and then roll over and like, all right, well, just gonna go to bed now. Let's hit the sack. Um. Best Western did reply. Oh God. Okay. 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 I'm braced. I'm 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 holding on to my butt. Dear Emily. This issue was taken care of when you checked out, since you alerted the front desk. We have had no other comments about this glow-in-the-dark paint that was left from a previous guest. With seven months gone by since you stayed here, I am sure that we would have had more feedback if the issue was not resolved. I hope your move from Park City is working out and you have some happy memories of Park City. And there's a few things that I want to pull out of this. Yeah, I got a little lost there. Um, One is that it is made clear that they, this replier has not checked the hotel room. Right. They're just basing it off the fact that they have had no other complaints, which means the monster living in the room may have just killed all those people. (laughs) No complaints. We have had, had a mysterious rash of people just never checking out, but people these days. Room's clean. Millennials. Millennials. No complaints. Okay. And I like that it is also specified it was left by a previous guest. Mm-hmm. Because the other assumption they're making is that their people had been assuming it was left by the hotel staff. Okay. All right. And I just felt like that was just about weird enough for us to wrap up on. I would agree. I, I just, would agree. I, I want to leave people with the idea that somewhere in Utah, there's, there's a, a hotel room. There is a hotel room that contains potentially the ghost of John Cusack. <laughs> We're never really going to know. But if you're ever in Park City, maybe don't go to the Best Western. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's a lesson to you all, listeners. If you're ever in Park City, don't go to the Best Western. That is a tip from us to you. Fuck Best Western. Thank you so much to anyone who is actually listening. If you would like to get a hold of us, we have an email. It is foreveracritic at gmail.com. It's a good name. <laughs> I know. And, uh, you know, we don't necessarily want to be one of those podcasts where it's like uh, totally based on uh, listener send-ins. But if you happen to come across something in your uh, crowdsourced review platform travels... Then, and you think it's funny, feel free to send it to our email. We'll take a look at it. We might read it on the air. We would love that. 
We would love that. We also have a Twitter. It is at Critic Everyone. Neither of us have ever used Twitter before. Clearly. So that will be a journey that we all go on together. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, we say all. Mostly going to be you, probably. That will be a journey that you and I, listeners, will go on together. Awesome. And until next time, be well. Do good work. Which is definitely the writer's almanac closing. <laughs> um, Eat more Wendy's, I guess. Write some reviews, you assholes. Send back your ham. Yeah, you get some ham. Send that shit out. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna assume there's some music playing right now. It's getting louder and louder, and we're getting quieter and quieter. Just vamping and vaping, vamping and vaping. Nobody vapes. I vape. I don't vape. You're always lying. I I I tried I tried vaping like twice because I thought I would like it, and and the vape guy uh, made me feel self-conscious about getting vape juice with nicotine in it. But which yeah good yeah probably should do that um so so i, I got non-nicotine vape juice and and i tried to, i tried to think that it was cool i did not do it in public so fuck off i did it in private i think that's fine and it was stupid so whatever waste and, of money and that's his review on vaping and the podcast is over flash review flash, flash review, review on, on vaping. vaping good night new podcast flash review on vaping Oh, and oh my god, uh, uh, rate us on, on iTunes. Oh, okay. L- leave a rating on iTunes. I hear that's super important. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Never done this before. Leave us a review. Oh, and one last thing. Our theme song is Drag Chain by Steve Combs. Today's podcast also featured Return by How the Night Came, May the Chords Be With You by Computer Music All-Stars, and Please Listen Carefully by Jazar. You can find all their music on the freemusicarchive.org and thank God for that website. Uh, thanks for listening and we will we will see you all next time. Bye.